This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, September 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Stopgap bill demands trade aid report. Lighthizer and Dems continue talks and cash accounting is at risk. Stopgap spending bill requires a report on trade. House Democrats have finalized a stopgap government funding bill and it includes a compromise provision on the Trump administration's trade assistance for farmers. The continuing resolution, which is needed to keep the government operating after September 30, would replenish USDA's borrowing authority under the Commodity Credit Corporation. But the legislation also would order USDA to provide estimates for its market facilitation program payments, along with an analysis of the trade damages used to calculate them. The report, due by October 31st, also is supposed to detail all trade assistance given to companies that are foreign-owned. Keep in mind, ahead of the bill's release yesterday, House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson downplayed the significance of what would be required by the bill, saying it was information he already had access to. Peterson says he talked House leaders into renewing the CCC authority that USDA has been using to provide $28 billion in trade assistance. The continuing resolution, which would fund the government through November 21st, also includes $16.4 million for USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service to implement a new hemp production program required by the 2018 Farm Bill. On tap for the day, Bill Northey, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation Programs, is likely to be questioned about MFP and disaster aid when he appears before the House Agriculture Committee this morning. The hearing was announced only yesterday as House leaders were still finalizing the continuing resolution. Lighthizer to meet House Democrats on USMCA today. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer is tentatively scheduled to meet today with a working group that is negotiating House Democratic concerns with the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Democrats still don't think the Trump administration is going far enough to ensure Mexico will follow through with labor and environmental reforms required by USMCA, but several lawmakers say the two sides are coming closer to a deal. There is a sense that there's a ways to go, but we've made some progress. House Ways and Means Committee Chair Richard Neal told reporters yesterday after meeting with the working group. Cash accounting rule alarms farm groups. Major farm groups are fighting an IRS decision that they say could prevent some farms organized as LLCs, S-corporations, or trusts from continuing to use cash accounting. The American Farm Bureau Federation, the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, and major commodity groups are appealing to the Tax Writing Congressional Committee to pressure the IRS to stop enforcing a position it took in 2017. The groups say the policy places a cloud over thousands of legitimate agriculture businesses and threatens the livelihoods of American farm and ranch families. The issue stems from an IRS rule that a farm or ranch may be declared a farming syndicate and lose its right to use cash accounting if less than 65% of the ownership is held by active farmers. The 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled against the IRS, but the farm groups say that the agency is still trying to apply the farming syndicate policy in an area outside the 5th Circuit states, Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. 
Why it matters? Well, under the cash accounting method, farm revenue is taxable only when the farm has actually received the money. Expenses are counted when they are paid, not when the expenses occurred. This allows farms to manage expenses and sales to minimize the impact on taxes. Oil state senators make a case on ethanol policy. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, citing a conversation with Vice President Mike Pence, says the Trump administration is still on track for announcing a plan to address the ethanol usage waivers that have been given to refiners. As he knew, things were moving forward, Reynolds told reporters yesterday afternoon. He didn't have a lot of details, but didn't raise any concerns either. Sources are telling AgriPulse that senators representing all producing states will be at the White House today. Reynolds and a handful of biofuel senators met with administration officials last week. FDA eyes technology and cooperation to make food safer. FDA is preparing to roll out an initiative called Smarter Food Safety, and the agency's food safety chief insists it's going to have substance to it. Frank Giannis, FDA's Deputy Commissioner for Food Policy and Response, says the initiative will have several facets. The effort will include using blockchain technology to speed up tracebacks and artificial intelligence or machine learning to find ways to prevent foodborne illness outbreaks from ever occurring. Speaking to members of the United Fresh Produce Association, Giannis said it's critical that the food industry needs to accelerate tracebacks and that will require better cooperation among all points along the food chain, including among distributors and retailers. Retailers have to step up. It's a great challenge, he said. He said the food system has one Achilles heel. It's a lack of traceability and of transparency. Checkoff protection atop Woodall's list of NCBA goals. Colin Woodall is said to be the new CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, and the future of the beef checkoff is top of mind as he prepares to take the new role in October. The beef checkoff is facing legal challenges, and Woodall says NCBA should play a role in addressing the continued attacks against that program. He said that decision belongs to producers, not NCBA, but he expects the organization to be involved in the conversation. What NCBA needs to do is play that convening role in making sure the conversations are taking place among producers and stakeholders so we can find what the future looks like. And that's a process that we will be starting very shortly, Woodall told AgriPulse. He declined to offer specifics. A case out of Montana requires the state checkoff there to get affirmative consent from each checkoff paying producer before keeping half of the dollar per head assessment on cattle sold. The other half dollar, or the whole dollar if consent is not received, goes to the Cattlemen's Beef Board. Green New Deal supporters claim farm support. A group called U.S. Farmers and Ranchers for a Green New Deal is lending support to the efforts of some House Democrats to enact sweeping climate change legislation. Representatives of the group, which claims about 10,000 members, appeared at the Capitol with several House Democrats yesterday and released a letter co-signed by about 50 other groups. Speakers at the event included Democratic Representative Shelley Pingree of Maine and Jim McGovern of Massachusetts, both members of the House Agriculture Committee, as well as Representative Peter DeFazio, a Democrat of Oregon, as well as Will Harris of White Oak Pastors in Georgia. 
Harris joked he's both too white and too agrarian to be a member of the squad, a group of House progressive that includes Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. But Harris says the Green New Deal, quote, is a point where AOC and the squad and Will Harris and White Oak pastors can find some common ground. Here's today's He Said It. If you want to know what creativity and courage looks like in America, talk to a farmer. I have 1,800 farms in my district, and the truth is I wouldn't last two minutes as a farmer. They are tough, they are resilient, and they keep our society going. That represented Jim McGovern, a Massachusetts Democrat. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, September 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Chap Daly.